Hi, and welcome to Lake Learns Together, Lake County Schools podcast for professional development. I'm your host, Jake Broadway, and today we're going to be talking about our PLC shifts in regard to professional development. And joining us today to speak about this is the Director of Professional Learning, Mrs. Laney Abondo, and we also have the Executive Director of the Curriculum Instruction and Assessment Department, Mrs. Amy Cockroft. So we'll get right to it. So we're going to talk today about a shift in professional development. And as the director of professional learning, what do you see as a benefit of professional learning communities as it relates to professional development? So the the three big ideas of a professional learning community include the focus on collaboration, the focus on results, and that focus on learning. So the focus on learning really resonates with the work that we do in professional development in Lake. We really strive to offer learning experiences that are ongoing, that are job embedded, because those opportunities most often then directly translate to teacher practice. So when teachers have that opportunity to collaborate as a team, to focus on the results and from learning and learning from each other, it's a win for both the teachers and for students. Um, So thinking about as an example, our new ELA curriculum this year, right? As an as an example, teachers really had to hit the ground running, um, and the lift was big. It was really big. They were learning while they were teaching at the same time, and so we started to see things like collaborative teams doing module studies, where they would start with that end of module task in elementary, for example, and and work together to really understand the goal of each lesson along the way and how they would identify if students were um, reaching those goals throughout each lesson. And the result of that collaboration was true job embedded learning for our teachers. So I think that's that's one of the biggest develop or um, advantages that we see. I like that you related the focus on learning to the adults as well, because I think a lot of times we miss that as one of the um, three big ideas in PLC, that it isn't just focus on learning for students, but it's also for us as the adults and how we're learning and growing. It's kind of our responsibility to do so, right? And, and coming together and learning from each other is so powerful. So you talk about job embedded learning, and, and that's one of the shifts that is specific in the book, uh, Learning by Doing from our traditional view of professional development as external training, like in workshops and and courses that we take maybe outside of the school district, um, to shifting to a model of job embedded learning. Can you speak to that a little bit and what that will look like for us here in Lake County? Definitely. So I I think when we think about the external trainings, right, for example, like um, bringing our teachers here to Howie for a training at the LRC, um, those sessions are, they certainly provide a, a purpose and they're designed with follow-up activities in mind to allow our participants to really transfer what they're learning into practice. Um, and we want to make sure that we focus on that follow-up, um, because any type of sit and get style of, um, professional development alone is definitely more difficult to transfer. But in terms of collaborative planning, the benefit there is that obvious um, natural opportunity because for, for job embedded learning because it's it's an ongoing cycle. It's continuous. So we always have the opportunity to learn. Um, 
I, I think the main difference here is that in a collaborative planning session, you have to be truly intentional about setting learning goals. And as not just for students, but truly for um, Amy, you mentioned like thinking about adult learners for adults um, when we're thinking about collaboration, if we're on a, a math team and we're talking about results and students have been, you know, we've been working in a unit and students have been adding and subtracting fractions and your students have done an incredible job. Your results are tremendous. And mine, uh, my students struggled a little bit. Well, I have a natural opportunity right there to be able to learn from you, right? So, but a couple of things have to happen for that job embedded learning to also be able to take place. And I think that comes down to the culture. I have to be able to be intentional about seeing the opportunity for the learning to take place. And you have to be willing um, to open and share practice with me. Right. So really th that comes down to setting the culture there. Um, but if you have those conditions in place, it'll allow the learning to happen as a result and um, certainly enable that job embedded piece to, to continue to grow. I think about the, even the traditional workshops or that maybe it's a kickoff where they get, they come here to the LRC and do um, some, what, would seem more traditional than in their collaborative planning time there, but we still, they still are focused around their materials so that they can then apply something. You mentioned that follow-up, like, and how important that is. And I think that, um, in making our district job embedded, learning from each other across campuses too. Like if I bring all third grade teachers and give them that opportunity, every third grade teacher in a room, the opportunity to really dig into the reading materials for the success of the students across the district and they're planning together and then they go out to different places maybe their follow-up is in their own buildings but that I think we've even changed the way we do those traditional workshops um, from when Definitely. I used to come to the LRC 29 years ago for my first year of teaching right and yeah so what are do you think of any other changes that have really made in those um I I think that's such a great point Amy and I I I just drew a connection there thinking about being in those professional learning sessions here um, in the LRC, like thinking about the conversations that take place as a learner when I'm sitting in and participating. I can't tell you the number of times that the connections are made to collaborative planning. Those conversations connect so richly to, okay, so what does that look like when we are in our teams and we are collaborating and um, we're working on, you know, whatever the, the topic is and how do we apply it then in our in our teams as well. Yeah. Definitely transfers. Uh, the leader learning walks we do as well. That's what that is about. It's job embedded. We talk about, you know, instruction and then we go out and look at it. We norm our thinking around it. We learn from each other. So there's so many ways we're doing the job embedded learning. One of the shifts in PD in a professional learning community is shifting from learning by listening to learning by doing. Can you tell us your thoughts and experience with this one? Of all the shifts within PD, this one might be my favorite because I think it's actually been my biggest um, professional aha here in um, PD. I am actually the girl who loves to sit down and listen in PD. I really, I do. I, I love making my detailed notes and having that time to just sit and reflect. And I love listening to an expert in 
an area and and just have them tell me all about their expertise in a given topic. Um, but of course, experience over time and growth and learning research has taught me that the transfer of knowledge just doesn't stick as well without that opportunity, right, to practice, to right. do the work. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think about our district instructional framework, right, that we've really focused on. And we make sure that our learning experiences every single day um, include opportunities for students to experience teacher modeling, guided instruction, collaborative learning, independent practice. And those practices enable students to learn by doing, right? So I think it's a similar concept for adults. As a teacher, as, as an adult learner, I need that opportunity to practice a skill and to get feedback on that practice to see how it's going. I may have district program specialist, I may say, hey, can you come in and teach side by side with me as I facilitate this Socratic seminar for the first time? I would love, you know, that that support. Or I may ask an instructional coach on my school site to come in um, and model number talks for me one day um, and and give me feedback the next day as I lead it um, on my own. So I think that truly thinking about this um, shift, collaborative planning naturally embeds that opportunity for learning by doing. Um, so in, in the shifts for professional development, one of them says um, that we want to look to move from assessing our impact in professional learning on the basis of teacher satisfaction to assessing impact on the basis of evidence of improved student learning. And we know that teachers, as teachers, we're inherently satisfied when, when our students are succeeding. So how does this shift increase that feeling of satisfaction for the teachers? I love this question. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Good question, Jake. Um, I, I really think that this comes down to both the idea of collective efficacy and truly teacher self-efficacy. So when we think about um, assessing impact through like satisfaction, right? It's, it's how, do we, how do we measure that? What, what results bring me satisfaction versus in an intentional collaborative planning in a professional learning community, it is structured in a way that we are examining student achievement results and I have an intentional structure to be able to come back and review student achievement and know that I am seeing evidence, whether it's through something as simple as a student exit ticket. I know like, oh, look at this, they're getting it or they don't, but I can make a small tweak here and I can reteach and I can, um, you know, or this student needs some intervention here and we can work on it. But I have evidence that will help guide the understanding of whether or not students are really reaching those goals. And when I see the evidence of that improved student learning, it leads truly to that feeling of self-efficacy. And of course, when we're working within a true collaborative learning environment, a professional learning community as a district, we're going to grow that feeling um, just as a district, as as a whole. So um, I'm, I think I'm just super excited about the uh, continued growth that we can see in this area. 
I think about the research around um, professional learning and connecting what we do to student achievement. And there's, it's hard to connect. So I think that was where the satisfaction surveys come from. But it's one thing to leave a professional learning opportunity and feel satisfied. I'm happy. It's good. But then trying it and seeing it work with my kiddos and knowing that, you know what, it might not work the first time. I might need that feedback that you talked about earlier from somebody, mm-hmm. but continuing on and seeing that it really does work with kids, it's better than me leaving happy. Now I'm happy and they're learning, right? right. That's um, huge. So I loved your response on that and all those, um, how that student learning really is impacted by our our learning. Yeah. And not just our happiness, which is important. Don't get me wrong. It is important. But I think that happiness can come from true success in our kids. Yes, Exactly. Teaching is a difficult profession, but our teachers truly want to see their students learn and grow. It's why they're called to this profession, right? So when they can see it and have evidence of it, I I think their satisfaction truly improves. So as we close out this episode on our shift in professional development in Lake County, um, as it pertains to PLCs, uh, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? So I think going back to what Amy said earlier, thinking about the work um, that that we do here in the curriculum department um, and the sessions that we offer, no longer are those sessions done in isolation and offered in isolation, right? We don't come and, and learn and then take it back and implement in isolation. We really bring it back and embed it within the job in that collaborative culture within our collaborative team as part of our district PLC. So I I think that's been a huge shift um, and has helped us as a district to move towards that, certainly the district uh, model PLC status and something that we're proud of. Um, And I'm excited to see that work continue. Well, thank you, Ms. Zabondo and Ms. Cockroft for joining us today. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having us. Thank you.